bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Monday. And I hope you're all doing well. So, let's see. Rustling up the old uh, email bag here. I've got a few things to say. We had, uh, we have a game tonight. I'm not sure if we'll be, we'll be able to attend it because there seems to be some illness going through my house and I don't want to expose my friends to newborn kids to such a thing. And so it may be no game for me again this week, but you know, it's the holidays. I understand what's going on. You know, it happens. I don't expect to, to, to do much gaming during the holidays because there's so many things going on. It happens every major holiday. Same thing with, like, Memorial Day or Fourth of July or, you know, something where you do a... Ma- or even Easter where you do a major celebration. It happens. So, what the hey? I'm willing to live with it. I can get my gaming back on after the first of the year, if so be it. But until then... I'm still going to be gaming. Anyway, I did get an email from Mark Walring, one of my supporters, and he brings up some things to chew on about currencies. And I will read that after this. Okay, I've got Mark Walring from the Yawning Albert podcast sending me an email. So, I will read that then. <laughs> it says, hey Glenn, got done listening to your take on zines. I have a bunch of dragon and dungeon PDFs, but don't know if I'll get around to reading them all. If you have some good ones other than what were mentioned in cast, let me know. I'll do some digging and see what I can find. Also, some some chew the fat topic. Okay. What forms of currency do you use in game? And how do you usually handle it aside from the traditional gold, silver, and so on? Thanks as always and enjoying the topics, Mark. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate for the, that email. Well, let's see. Um, zines, see, I from other than what I mentioned, I really haven't had much experience with the rest of them. You can find them on drive-thru probably. I'm thinking of things like I think I mentioned Oubliette. There's also Kobold Quarterly, which I still think comes out quarterly. And there's a really good one that is not produced anymore, but you can find it on DriveThruRPG for Mutant Future or any post-apocalyptic game called... called... Uh, I want to say Tales from the Wasteland. But that doesn't quite seem right. Wisdom from the Wastelands, that's it. And there's like 52 issues. Pick them up. They're really, really good Good addition to your games. Okay, currency. Hmm. Well, I uh, the, if I'm doing fantasy, I'm usually of the gold, silver, right? Some, some people do silver as the standard instead of gold. I can understand. I can kind of understand why. Here's here's my thought on that, or anything else like that. People switch. People like to switch it up once in a while, which is okay. As far as things in the game, oh, there's no orcs in this world, or there's 
this in this world and not that. I understand that. You're just trying to switch it up, keep it fresh. But somebody, or rather some people, actively discourage certain tropes in the genres, which is okay. You know, that keeps it fresh too, really. And so... So you're going to get that. Some people do silver standard. Some people do gold. I do the gold standard. You know, gold, silver, copper, that kind of thing. I'm, I mean, I've also seen like people who come up with regional equivalents to gold, silver, and such like that. Usually new names or, and actually it could be really interesting in a dungeon afterwards. You got 150 gold pieces and some of them, have got a stamp of some kind of monarch on it or some, some other thing like a, a leaf or a tree or a animal or something like that. And they belong to a regional area. Now, if you really wanted to get into it, and I don't, I you can do the old exchange thing. You can do okay, this is worth this much in this land. This, this, These coins are worth nothing where you are. And you have to go to like a money lender or something like that to exchange things, and you're going to lose. It's just like the real world, you know. Uh, it, monetary exchange between countries and things like that. That's an interesting little role-playing subplot there because it does affect the bottom line of any adventuring group. So... You know, what are you going to do? There are some areas where they won't take anything at all because it's all like on a barter system or something. But I usually follow the gold, silver thing. I'd like, I'd be interested in seeing what you guys do. But that's pretty much the way I roll. If there's other genres have other things, like I know in the post-apocalyptic worlds, like Gamma World or Mutant Future, they use their own their own kind of monetary thing. Gamma World uses credits, I think. Chits, credits, something like that. And Mutant Future just does the gold-silver thing because it's easier. But you can always do your... I pulled I pulled my currency from my post-apocalyptic worlds out of the, the game Atomic Highway, which is a wonderful game, by the way. You can get it on PDF for free on DriveThruRPG. There are some print copies floating around there but they're very rare and very expensive but you can get that you can get uh atomic highway and irradiated freaks which is a supplement for it which adds mutations and such because it's more of a mad maxi feel because you you do have cars and things like that i always wanted to play it i can't ever get anybody to play it i've got a copy made out of P- copies out of pdfs floating around here somewhere but I have not been able to, well, you know, to me, it's always the old group thing of, oh, you want to play it? Okay, well, run it. Okay, fine. But I stole the currency out of that, and they call it puxolite. There's this, this mineral, this rock called puxolite that they break up and use as currency. And I found it fascinating because you can use it as currency and fuel in your vehicles. So you can literally burn up your money. <laughs> which I found out. I said, I'm going to steal that. I'm going to use that mutant future, Puxolite. I'm just going to translate everything to so much Puxolite. I have to fig- figure out the rate of exchange on it, you know, how many worth what and all that. It may it may be a... I may make my post-apocalyptic world kind of like the gold rush where every place has 
has a scale. You know, you go into a bar, there's a scale. You go into the money lender, there's a scale. You go into, and they just weigh out the pucks light and say, okay, your drink is going to cost so much pucks light. You put it out there, you weigh it, and there you go. You know, that, that, I, that sounds interesting. I'm going to add that. I may even add that in my fantasy games. I don't know. Who knows? But a lot of time I'm running a lot of gangbusters right now, so that's pretty much dollars and cents. So those are the kind of variations I do on my stuff. And I'd love to hear about about it from you guys. But until that, I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about that or anything else, just go to oldmangrognard at gmail.com like Mark here did, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. Use those in the show, too. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you, too, can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you again, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, and Dan Gregg for help supporting me, helping me with the show. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, guys. Don't forget Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Owlbear Podcast on Anchor and Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Grognar Podcast. And so, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.